Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the Welcome everybody to the Awful Ring Podcast. This is the week. This is it. The championship. Week 16. We got Miles on the line and we got Eric on the line. The moment right. we've all been waiting for. Miles in the championship. Wow. Um, it's amazing. I feel great. And, and third time on the podcast, which is like even more of a shining star accomplishment. Well, that's kind of you to say. Well, yeah. So uh, you've made it. I texted Benny, but I, he, uh, I think he's busy at work. <laughs> So, wait, sorry, you said he's a scared little bitch. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh we're coming in didn't, didn't want to face me? Huh? Oh, Damn. I got to keep my voice down. I'm actually at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, the, for the listeners at home, you may notice that I sound a little different. That's because I'm working from home today. And so I've got, a, I've got the recorder just straight up to my face. But it still sounds good, I think. So don't worry. I'll still sound better than the guys on the phone, but uh, are, are we all are we all getting paid on this podcast today? Are we getting paid? Yeah, I'm working. Oh yeah, I think we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting paid. Look at that, suckers! What a world! All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, we're not going to do a recap because it's Friday. You know, it's been a while since the last games, and uh, I know Miles has his uh, his uh, strict rule of no no sports talk. Uh, yes, so we'll... I would appreciate you. That we'll keep it to a minimum for this episode. Uh, although we, we are going to go through your lineups and see uh, see who who's who's got the edge uh, either way. Oof. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm actually like really in my own head about my lineup, so I can't wait to hear some feedbacks. All right, yeah. Uh, I say we uh, we'll do that in a minute. But may, do you want to, you guys want to do that first or the news and cues? Let's get into the news and cues first. All right, news and cues, news and cues. All right. Uh, well, we could talk a little about key games if we wanted to. Uh, Patriots beat the Bengals. Cowboys beat the Rams. Uh, Lamar is still good. Bills are pretty good. Big game coming up tomorrow on Saturday against the Bills. But we'll talk about future games in a minute. But all right, news and cues it is. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on in your brain right now? Yeah, so we got uh, some good submissions this week. Uh, nice holiday-themed for a lot of them. Uh, but we're going to start with the, with the sports question. Sorry, Miles. But uh, Chris Gloria submitted, Is Urban Meyer the next Cowboys coach and Troy Aikman VP of football operations for the Cowboys? Uh, well, the easy thought... answer is no, he's not. Well, I mean, yeah. we don't know yet, but could be. I mean, I, I thought we talked about the Cowboys enough last week. We I agree. just get, get over this one. All right. Looks like uh, we've got our answer, and that's, eh, maybe. All right, number two is uh, Ian says, Bills versus Pats, battle for the AFC East, my house, buffalo wi- buffalo chicken dip, and claws for all. I think that's an invite for all of us. So if anybody wants to head up to Franklin, I believe it's, uh, C- well, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to, I was just going to say his actual address, but this is a podcast that's publicly available, so I uh, probably <laughs> won't do that then. Anyway, uh, he lives in Franklin, but we know that, you know, so, uh, Cool. I'm, I I can't make it, but I uh, will be watching diligently and uh, very excited for the game. A little worried, but should be a fun one all around. Any uh, any 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 thoughts from the from the guys on the phone? Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'm not sure if I can make it, but um, I was actually thinking about going to the game, but I think the wife is gonna nix that right before it happens. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's going to be a close one. Hopefully the Pats can, can pull it off. Yeah, I also can't make it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I will say, I, I, I did have, a, ch- I did have a, a ticket available to go. Uh, Elisa and Joe had an extra ticket, and they 
invited me, which was very kind of them, and I hope that I remain high on their list of reserves. But uh, just being away from uh, from the family for like 11 straight hours just isn't, isn't in the cards right now. Plus a like $200 ticket when we've been spending all kinds of money on uh, dogs and ceilings and stuff. So it's uh, yeah, not a good time for it, but I'll be excited to watch it at home. Uh, maybe with my buddy uh, uh, Brian, uh, also a Bills fan. Uh, he actually called me the other day because he had listened to the podcast last week, and he said that Ian guy, he's really he really likes Ian because he's also a Bills fan. Uh, and then he said, uh, "Oh, uh, us talk, us complaining about the refs was rich." And he said, "Welcome to what it feels like to be a Bills fan." And I said, <laughs> "Yeah." So, uh, but it was a, it was a very lively call, and uh, maybe sometime we'll we'll have uh, 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 Ian. Uh, well, maybe Ian and Brian can call in. We can have a whole back and forth. But anyway, next question is... Maybe, well, maybe now you can say Ian's home address for Brian. <laughs> well, maybe, I, we'll make this a wager. If uh, if the Bills win, Brian and Ian can come on the podcast. If the Bills lose, then Ian can never come back on. All right. Looks like we've got a, we've got an alternate <laughs> ultimatum here. I mean, that'll be kind of sad for next season when <laughs> everyone has been on the podcast and Ian is banned for life. uh but well worth it all right number three is favorite christmas movie uh this is from brian da silva he says his his favorite is scrooged with bill murray uh what are your favorite christmas movies guys um i'm probably gonna go home alone the original Mm. or or die hard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. miles Mm. good choices um I dig the uh, original Grinch. Ah, shit. Um, I was going to say that. All right. I'm going to also claim the newest Grinch, which is also a pretty good one. Yeah. But I, I will leave the Jim Carrey version to you if you want to grab that one up. That one, I think, is uh, Tiff's favorite. She loves that one. Uh, I don't really? Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so she, creepy. It is very, very so creepy. So creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she really likes it. So, you know, what can you do? Uh, I think, yeah, I, I really love the, the original Grinch. And I like Elf. Everybody likes Elf, and I, I certainly like Elf. I actually uh, was considering putting together a little bit of Patriots trivia the other day um, for uh, for a banner reveal party at Elisa and Joe's house. I mentioned them twice now, but uh, they're having a little party. They have, they have like full size, not full size, smaller banners, but they have like in their downstairs bar, they have like uh, every single Patriots banner. And so they do a banner reveal party after they win a Super Bowl. And so uh, I was thinking about the idea, toying with it, if you will. And one of the questions has to do with Elf. That's why I'm mentioning this, uh, because they're mostly like, there's some good questions, actually. I think I've done quite a good job. But uh, one of them is, our, uh, is LeGarrette Blunt uh, was texting with a, a mutual friend of our, or actually a friend of Elisa's. Uh, and then they actually ended up getting together and watching a movie and just hanging out. And then, like, not actually doing anything sexual or anything. Just that was it. Like, they, they watched the movie Elf, and then he left, which is a weird story. But anyway, it was a trivia question. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my Elf reference. So uh, next question is from Josh Uglo, and he says, If you haven't seen The Art of Coaching on HBO about Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, then you definitely should. All right. Have either of, one, either of you seen The Art of Coaching on HBO? I have not. I've been meaning to check it out, so uh, it'll stay on the see soon list. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, no, I unsurprisingly have not watched that. <laughs> I kind of assumed, but I, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, well, you can put it on, add it, add it to the list. Uh, here's a here's a, an excellent question for you, for you, Miles, and for everyone. Uh, your favorite non-football sports movie of all time? So I guess it's still sports, but it's more of a, you know a movie thing. And that's from Ben. Uh, 
And uh, what do we got for non-football sports movie? Um, Mighty Ducks one. Ah, yes. Yeah, I'd say probably Mighty Mighty Ducks or Hoosiers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I keep thinking of football movies. I keep thinking. I was like, uh, any given Sunday. No, no, no. Rudy. No, no, not Rudy. Uh, oh God, I can't even think of anything right now. Yeah, I'll just go with Mighty Ducks too. I'll say Mighty Ducks too. Also. I was say maybe the Sandlot. Oh, Sandlot's good. Classic. I might yeah, have to uh, switch a, to that. Yeah, one. that's a good one too. Angels in the Outfield was a great classic. Oh yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Major League. There's a lot of good ones out there. But uh, all right, well then, uh, moving on now to the next one, which is Miles's and its favorite Christmas family tradition. What do you got, Miles? Um, I, I think that the Christmas party that we have at our aunt Katie's house really like kicks off the Christmas week for me because mm. it's the, it's the uh, Sunday before Christmas. Yeah. So it's nice to get that. Like it's like a, and, and Megan feels the same. She like, she doesn't have a big family. We have kind of a big family on that side. So it's nice to like have this, all the family together and like they, they, they sing carols and stuff and it's just like a real wholesome, warm like start to the uh, Christmas season. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's uh, that. Uh, that actually might be my favorite too. And Tiff's uh, Tiff feels very similar too. We always look forward to that that party. And uh, this year is going to be an especially uh, exciting one because it'll be that the majority of the people there will be meeting Quincy for the first time. They'll be meeting Hank for the first time, and they'll be uh, meeting. Well, well, we'll be meeting our cousin's new fiance for the first time. So. Well, not the first time, but since they got engaged. So that's very exciting. So yeah, it should be a fun time. And uh, what about you, Eric? What's your favorite Christmas family tradition? Uh, we do a big uh, Christmas Eve with my in-laws. Mm. And my, my wife has a huge family, a lot of cousins. Like she's one of 17 cousins, and they all have kids. So we actually do it this coming Sunday to not interfere with everyone's actual Christmas Eve because everyone has kids, and it's tough to do stuff late into the evening with when you have your own kids and want to do your own thing. So yeah, it'll be a great, great event on, on Sunday and get to see everybody and see the kids play and maybe have a special visit from Santa. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll see if he's got time on his schedule. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, the next question is from Steve Almonte, one of Liz's cousins. Uh, he says, making holiday cookies with Jen this week. Got to make like 200 of them. Chocolate crinkle are the best outside of chocolate chip. What's your favorite cookie? And it's just cookie, necess- not necessarily Christmas cookie, but if you want to make it a Christmas cookie, feel feel free. I'm I'm straight chocolate chip. That's that's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Miles, yeah. This, one, this one's got me a little shaken up here. Um, well, you want me to go? I can go, and, and you can. Yeah, wait. can you, can you go? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be wrong. So. Go ahead. Sure. I think that um, I like the I like chocolate oatmeal cookies. You can get them at Shaw's and Star Market, uh, and they are uh, typically delicious. Although I will say, any any cookies that we get from a grocery store in like the tin, in like the plastic thing or in a paper bag, you got to eat all of them within the first like three days of having them because then they they get past a point of no return. So whenever we have them, we really make it a point to just kind of destroy that bag uh within the first few days because otherwise they get like dry and just you know it's no good but yeah and then i I like for uh, during the holiday season those ones where it's like i think it's like peanut butter and then there's that hershey kiss in the middle i like those ones oh yeah 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 there's a good in there yeah um i'm gonna go with uh oreo 
I'm going to stick with like a solid Oreo. I like an Oreo just, and I like an Oreo like on some ice cream or in some ice cream, cookies mm. and cream, that t- whole thing. That's uh now just the, the the straight up Oreo or the double stuff. Where are we where are we landing with this? Uh... No, I think I think just the classic. Um, used to be into the double stuff, but you know I've I've uh, lost some weight, um, so double stuff is kind of out of the picture for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm still a double stuff guy. That's my preference, but. Have you ever had a deep fried Oreo? I've noticed. Okay. Uh, well, that's. Oh, Damn. Right. Damn. Talking trash to everybody today. That's. <laughs> this is uh, unexpected and not welcome. But okay, great. Deep fried. I'm in the championships. I don't know how to act. I've never been here. I've never been here. <laughs> you, say, you say act like you've been here. I cannot. I can't. Act like I've been here. <laughs> I have no reference point. I just. I'm gonna have to be aggressive like the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh all right yeah so then the next one is uh ah, from steve to silva and it is what is your greatest athletic achievement Ooh. yeah we're getting we're getting some some hard-hitting questions these, these times hey luke why don't you go first on this one okay uh well i mean so many to choose from um I uh, I can dunk a basketball. I think that's probably the got to be the top one of the top ones. I don't know that I still can, not recently, but I have and and hope to continue to. And then I guess you could also say that the uh, the, Nor- the North Smithfield tennis team went to the championship two years in a row. Uh, I say that we went to the championship because we bo- we lost both years. Uh, very demoralizing, but um, but those are those are. I mean, that's 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 getting to the dance, and I think that's important. So I guess that's probably as far as like, you know, technical achievement. That's probably pretty high up there. Uh, but yeah, I think they're probably dunking and, and getting to the tennis championship. So, uh, Miles. Well, I played on a lot of sports teams. Sure. Um, two of them, actually. In fact, uh, <laughs> I was on the I was on the golf team. Um, yeah, tried out for the golf team. I'd never played before. I tried out, which it was really a joke. You just went to the driving range and you're on the team. Um, uh, first round of golf, I remember, I think I was in like, it might have been Jenko jeans or, or something <laughs> something of the like and over a country view golf course. And um, so, you know, that was early on. And, and um, I was a captain because I was one of two seniors on the team. Um so we were both captains. Uh, so that was probably my shining moment. Um, Runner-up would be when I was on the um, junior high basketball team. Um, really just, I never played. I practiced a lot. Um, and it was like the last game against Woonsocket. And um, the coach wanted to get me in. I think it was Bill Pepin or something. I forget the guy's name. Yeah. yeah. Bill, was it Bill? Yeah. Something Pepin. Yeah. Yeah, so he wanted, he wanted to get everyone in. So he... he was about to put me in and i'm like there's like kids on one socket that were like dunking and i was not about to go about like my only game this year i'm not about to have it so i'm i'm not ashamed to say i I faked an injury and uh kept riding (laughs) i kept riding the pine for that uh and that is your greatest athletic achievement (laughs) that was the runner-up the greatest was co-captain of the golf team ah okay with phil high school (laughs) Oh man! Did you go the whole season without ever stepping on the court? Yeah, oh yes, I never played, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I kept that record intact. He tried to get me out there, but a sudden ankle injury <laughs> sprung up. 
That required no <laughs> medical attention at all. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. All right, Eric. What do you got? Um, I mean, I was a big football player in high school, so I'd probably say I uh, made the all-star team my senior year. So basically what you do is uh, you try out it's essentially a, like an NFL combine, but for high school kids. And uh, they get a couple hundred kids from the state. They all, you know, you do the bench press and the vertical leap and the 40 and all that stuff. And then they pick 50 kids to fill the spot to play Connecticut in the summer. And I was uh, the first kid from our high school to ever make it. So that's wow. probably probably the beep, beep, toot my own horn thing right there. There you go. Wow. Um, History, baby, right there. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, and then the last one is from me. Uh, and I, I, I put that uh, dog vertigo is no joke. Uh, I mentioned that because, uh, and I will try to make this story as uh, short as possible, but yeah, you guys know me. Uh, and uh, so on Saturday morning at nine, uh, Shay, our 12-year-old puggle, uh, uh, was, she was she was fine. She'd eaten in the morning, everything else. And then her, she just kind of fell over, like her back legs kind of gave out and she fell over. And uh, and it was really strange. And so we, I went over and she, I went to pick, sort of picked her up. And she was kind of writhing around, um, and she had lost her balance. And uh, and so we went to the vet, and they said, you know, this is uh, essentially dog vertigo. Her eyes were darting back and forth uh, over and over again, uncontrollably, which was pretty scary too. Uh, so they, they sedated her, and uh, and then they told us to go to the vet ER in Swansea. So we went there, and they did a, they ran a bunch of tests, and everything came back f- fine. And uh, and she took some time to sort of recuperate and they said that she would be walking again in like 48 to 72 hours uh and we brought her home and they were like you're gonna have to like you know put a little towel under her under her belly to sort of keep up prop up her back legs so she could you know use the outdoor facilities uh and so i did that once and she kind of looked back at me and was like what the fuck are you doing man come on that's this is not this isn't how, how this works and then she just started walking on her own and it was and and she laid down for like a for like an hour and then she was like her eyes stopped doing the thing and she was essentially just fine. But, uh, so that was a, a, quite a scary, uh, scary time on Saturday. Uh, and so, uh, my takeaways from that are, um, yeah, make sure to get dog insurance if you don't have it and you have an old dog, which we do have, but I mean, it actually probably won't cover anything. It's, it's been, it's going to be submitted, but it uh, probably won't cover anything cause it's like $500 deductible and it was $700. But, um, yeah. So anyway, dogs are expensive, but they're the best, and uh, I uh, I'm glad that she's feeling better. Also, as a quick update to our kitchen, we have uh, a ceiling again. Very exciting, and uh, we have recessed lighting now. And so we've essentially started calling it the most expensive recessed lighting installation that you can have because that's the only good thing we got out of it. But it does look nice, and uh, and recessed lighting does feel like a like kind of a premium thing. But uh, that's the uh, that's the end of our news and cues. Uh, not to end it on a downer, but I will. I will echo last week's um, comments that I'm, I'm glad that the news and cues have really dominated. Uh, brought a little extra to this. I know you gave me a shout out last week, um, but I will. I will echo the um, comments made by the guys. You guys are really crushed it this year. Like yeah. podcast, you, you listen to the first podcast, and now you, like you guys mesh better. You know, production quality is is what it is um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's you know it's it's something to look forward to every week so I, i'm glad that it's here and i'm glad that uh 
that you involved all of us and made us a part of it too. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you to say. Uh, I think that we'll, I, I have, we haven't talked about it yet, but I think next week we might take off given the holiday. Uh, but I am down to come back for the, for the playoffs and uh, maybe even further. Who knows? But we'll have to talk about that off the air at some point, Eric. But uh, yeah. So uh, to cover uh, the fantasy portion of, uh, of the day, uh, uh, we had, uh, of course, we had four players going into last week, and now we have two uh, with Miles uh, blowing the doors off of Steve Almonte and Ben making quick work of Ian. So uh, our, our two runner-ups, runners-up, although I guess I think there's like a whole bracket thing on Yahoo, but I don't think any of us care about that. So I say we go, th- we go through the lineups of the championship right now. I'll add an uh, explosion sound effect in later. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so one, one, hmm? I'll say one thing I noticed looking at the at the lineups is uh, this is all going to be said and done by Sunday night. No one's got anyone playing on Monday, so oh yeah, it's going to be be wrapped up pretty quick. Yeah, and uh, Monday is Packers versus Vikings. So actually, uh, interesting that no one is, no one has the, any players on, on on either of those teams. Uh, all right, so let's see what we got here. So we're going to start out with uh, the quarterbacks. As, or, yeah, we'll start with quarterbacks. Uh, Miles has starting Jameis Winston, uh, and Benjamin has Dak Prescott. Both are, are averaging about, or looking uh, projected around 23, 24 points. Uh, Jameis is against Houston, and uh, and Dak is against Philly. Who do you give the edge to there, Eric? I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'd almost Eric. give... I think Miles has a little a little work to do here because he's got Matt Ryan on the bench going against Jacksonville at home. Mm. So uh, I, I know Jameis has been passing for like 450 yards and four touchdowns a game, but I don't know. Matt Ryan coming off that win against San Francisco – and Jacksonville being Jacksonville. That's got, true. something to do that. Although Jameis has had back-to-back 40-point ones, but right. Mike Evans and uh, and Chris Godwin, I believe, are not playing for the for the uh, for Saturday. Or is it Saturday? No, for Sunday. Oh, yeah, Saturday. So that could be – that could make a – who's he throwing to? And, and uh, we know who he's throwing to. It's uh, Perryman, who's actually on Miles' bench. So he's decided not to double down on, on that possibility. But uh, – and then Dak. Yeah, Dak's Dak. Dak's Dak. I mean, maybe it'll be – he's been actually pretty solid all year, but – uh, you know, it's whether or not the Cowboys are going to use them the way that they should, or if they're just going to be idiots about it. So, yeah, I think I think I give the edge. I think that's a toss up. Yeah, I, I I guess I get I guess I if I if you put a gun to my head, but please don't. Uh, I would put it to Jameis probably, but it's not by much, and that that kind of reflects in the projected thing. So the, our first wide receiver matchup here is a uh, Devonte Parker uh, against the Bengals against, uh, and on the other side it's Amari Cooper against Philly. Uh, Miles, who do you think gets the edge there? Um, which one was mine? Uh, your, <laughs> yours, was, yours was Devontae Parker. Yeah, of, we'll go with that guy. Of Miami. Um, yeah, he's he's been on fire to, um, randomly. So I, I, I like him. Yeah, um, last week it was 21 points. The week before that was three. And the week before that was 34. So, yeah, he's been d- certainly up and down. But against Cincy, worst team in the league. Uh, so, hmm. Yeah. He, what did he say? Any given Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm gonna say that on every oh, question great. you ask me. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> or Saturday, I'll, I'll make sure I'm right on the day. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I give the edge to Amari Cooper. Uh, Dallas really needs to win this one at Philly. I think the winner wins the NFC yeah. East. 
So there's a well, only if it's the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, the Cowboys can clinch the NFC East. The Eagles cannot. Right. They'd have to win. They have to win out, I believe. Dallas yeah. lose. Yeah. Um. So yeah, now I'm gonna go Amari on this one. Yeah, I I think I agree with that. Uh, Again, pretty close, and uh, you know it's definitely a favorable matchup for uh, for Devontae Parker. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Amari should hopefully figure something out there. And well, not hopefully. I don't give a shit about the Cowboys. But uh, then our next one is AJ Brown of the Tennessee for Miles against New Orleans in uh, no in uh, Tennessee. And then we have uh, Tyree Hill on the other side uh, Sunday night versus Chicago. I think the the clear the clear uh, favorite for this one is Tyree Hill. Dude is a, a very fast man, and I think he'll do pretty well. Especially uh, the Chiefs have really come on pretty strong uh, these past few games. So, uh, yeah, that one, that one, I would, I would guess is probably, uh, I pro- probably guess we're probably on the same pa- page there, Eric. Yeah, 100%. Uh, then we got uh, then we got Miles' Chubby uh, versus Kenyon Drake. Now Kenyon Drake coming off of a huge game, uh, 39 points, four touchdowns. Uh, and that was against Cleveland. He's going against a much more formidable opponent this week with uh, with Arizona. They're they're going to be playing the Seahawks at Seattle with that twelfth man in, in effect. However, Nick Chubb is also going against uh, a tough opponent, and that is uh, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, who I believe he did quite well against. Yeah, he last time they played, he scored thirty nine point eight points. Nick Chubb did, and I believe brought Miles his first victory of the year, if I remember correctly. That's that that was a, no second victory. That was in uh, the fourth week there. So, uh, who do you think gets the edge there? We got Kenyon Drake with a, with a lot of a lot of momentum uh, from the last game, and uh, Nick Chubb is chubbing it up all year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Chubb on this one. Mm-hmm. Miles. Uh, yep. Any given Sunday. <laughs> hey, hey, any given Sunday, Chubb can get it done. Um, yeah, I mean, I just hope that they don't go down a lot and they have to throw it and. Chubb doesn't get involved, but mm. we'll see. I mean, odds odds of them going down a lot are pretty good. Although I will say that uh, the Cleveland Browns were one of the only teams to beat Baltimore this year, so that might have been a fluke, and almost certainly was. But we'll we'll find out. Uh, so the next one we have is uh, uh, Mel Gore three, Melvin Gordon the third uh, versus uh, what is it, Ronnie uh, Raheem Mostert of uh, of San Francisco. Raheem is playing uh, against the Rams at home in San Francisco. And uh, Melvin Gordon the third is in Oakland, uh, so I. Uh, what do you th- What do you think? I th- actually kind of lean more towards the San Francisco running back than I do the Chargers because he's been pretty up and down overall. Um, I'm, I think Melvin Gordon. Oakland doesn't have a great rush uh, oh, run defense, true. so I think Miles is going to have a, a, a good uh, one-two punch with his two running backs. I think they're both going to have good weeks. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, then we got the tight ends. Uh, this one again. actually, this is a really good matchup. It's uh, uh, Mark Andrews of the uh, Ravens for Miles uh, versus uh, Greg Kittle, uh, of course, who's been a standout stud in the tight end position uh, uh, when he's played. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that 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 kind of is even to me because I know that Mark Andrews has been getting a lot of a lot of touches or a lot of a lot of targets recently. Uh, and if it's Lamar throwing you the ball, it's going to be half the time in the end zone anyway. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I think it's going to be close, but I'm giving the edge to uh, Greg Kittle on this one. Yeah, he's been a beast, especially yeah, recently. Yeah. That that play where he was dragging the guy on his face mask was just a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then we got in our, in our flex position. It's uh, Miles has uh, Chris Carson of Seattle against Arizona, and then uh, uh, Benny's got. Uh, DJ Moore of Carolina, who has had some big games uh, throughout the season and has really 
kind of earned his uh, earned his keep. He has 16 uh, last week, 10, 16 before that, and then 31 in week 12 against New Orleans. Uh, who do you give the edge there? Because Chris Carson also is, uh, has had quite a, quite a game. They're both pretty pretty high up there in the uh, in their ratings overall. Yeah, I think Chris Carson. I thought I thought he got hurt last week, but it doesn't look like he's he's going to be out. So yeah, I think Chris Carson's got the edge edge there. Yeah, he doesn't show. Yeah, he doesn't even show questionable or anything. So he should be uh, should be yeah. ready to, ready to roll. Uh, and in a game that they need too. So that's uh, that's important. Whereas Carolina, you know, I think they're already out of it. So. Uh, although I think I did uh, predict that they would win the division, uh, and I believe that was yep, that was wrong. Uh, it was the <laughs> Saints already won like four weeks ago. So, uh, and of course our favorite. Although I will say I I still don't forgive you, Miles, for uh, for not having Young Hee Q uh, mm. uh, as your kicker. And now you have Kaimi Forbath for uh, for the for the Cowboys going up against Philly. And then on the other end, it's uh, it's. Uh, uh, Robbie Gold for Benny. Uh, both of them look like they're projecting just about eight points apiece, and uh, kickers are kickers. So who, it's kind of a wild card overall. But uh, I don't really know who the. I think it's kind of an even, uh, kind of a scratch between the two of them. Yeah, I think it's a toss up. Yeah, who cares, too? Uh, and then we got two two of the best defenses in the league to end out the uh, end out the the matchup here. Miles, of course, has the New England Patriots defense, and uh, and they're going up against Buffalo. Uh, and then we have uh, Benny with the San Francisco. So Benny's really really uh, in on San Francisco. He's got the uh, running back, tight end, and defense and kicker actually. So he's if the if San Francisco shits the bed, so too does Benny. Yeah, next Saturday you could, could. I'll be either very sad going into Sunday, or I'll be very happy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, here's a question for uh, for for you, Eric, and, and Miles too. Uh, is there anyone on either player's bench that they should be should be starting, or at least should consider starting? On uh, Miles's bench, he's got Tyler Lockett, Matt Ryan, uh, Mike Williams, and uh, Brashad Perriman. And then on the uh, on Benny's side, it's Cooper Cup, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, was that Jacob Hollister and uh, Drew Locke? So obviously not Drew Locke, but anybody else uh, jumps out of you that, that maybe you should, they should be thinking about making some substitutions? Yeah, for Benny, I'd say Cooper Cup could could be that flex spot for DJ Moore, but uh, I mean that, that that's kind of a toss up. Yep. So I, I'd go back and forth on that. Um, Cooper Cup against San Francisco defense is tough, so I, the DJ Moore against Indy is probably the better matchup. Um, and then for Miles, like I said before, the Jameis Winston versus Matt Ryan toss-up. That's uh, maybe wait until it gets a little closer to game time and and pull the trigger on that potentially. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. The only real person to think about is Cup on on Benny's side, and then on uh, on Miles' side, I feel like uh, you might you could swap out uh, Mike Williams for AJ Brown or or Perriman if you wanted to do try you know really bet all the chips on on Jameis because really I think that's what this is going to come down to. I think I think if it depends on Jameis's game. And if he can, you know, if he obviously if he puts up one one like he's been putting up the past two weeks, then you know it should be in the bag for Miles. But if he's, uh, you know, if he's more of the the negative interception side of Jameis than the than the great uh, uh, yardage, then I think that's uh, that's lights out for Miles. So, you know, maybe it's a consideration. Uh, maybe even put in Perriman and then to, and then put in Ryan as well. Maybe uh, who knows? But you know, this is uh, this is all up to you, Miles and. Uh, uh, you know, are you thinking about? Are you pretty solid in your selections? Or are you are you are you are you wavering a little bit? No, not at all. I've uh, been moving people around. I'm surprised that the lineup that that you see, I've been uh, kind of mixing things up and um, 
re- reading too much into like Reddit and uh, fantasy football like posts and stuff. Um, you know that that's that led me down the path of picking a different kicker every week, uh, try to try to get that hot kicker. But um, I don't know. I'll, pro- I'll probably keep it how it is. I've been I've been back and forth with Matt Ryan too, but uh, this uh, this uh, Winston streak is really. Uh, keeping keeping me interested with the 44 and the 41 yeah yeah well uh yeah best of luck to both of you guys i think we've we've covered the the championship matchup quite well uh and and congratulations to everyone else for uh for a a great season and uh we're all excited to see how this how this is going to turn out either way someone's getting a ring for the very first time they get to design their own ring decide what, what kind they're looking for and they get whatever the money is, and uh, and does does now remind me, Eric, is there a uh, consolation prize for the loser of the championship wrap? Nope, it's all for the ring. The there winner takes all. That's good. That's 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 that makes sense. Uh, cool. So uh, if there isn't anything, if there's anything else you want to mention, Miles, uh, I think we can. We'll probably, I think Eric and I maybe just will rattle through the ra- the last of the uh, of what we got, or maybe we'll just call it. What do you think? Should we? You think we should just call it? Yeah, I mean, I'm good. The one thing I'm looking forward to is Miles getting me on home video again, retrieving the T-boner and bringing it to Steve De Silva. So I'll have to get in touch one day, and you can leave it on your porch, and I'll run up and grab it. Perfect. And, uh, Perfect. And run away with it. <laughs> well, I know what we're all watching because we because we all root for a very similar team. You know, we only really root for three teams in this league, so it's going to be Bills, Patriots. Uh, 4:30 on Saturday and Cowboys Eagles on I think it's what uh, 4:25 on Sunday. So, best of luck to the team that you're rooting for, and uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much. We, that's pretty much I got I got a I got a couple sponsors if I oh, could. Oh, excuse just me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, I got to get paid here. Yeah. Um, so uh, Luke sent me a picture the other day when he's watching football, and um, oh, shit. I, I sent it back with him. I could I couldn't help but notice he oh, had no. a, tr- a truly sitting out on his on his table. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so someone is sipping on some truly got into a, you know an official podcast photo I presume. Um, so it might put our our sponsorship in danger. Unless Yikes. are you going to announce a new sponsorship for the next season? Uh, you know we're we're in we're in deliberations right now. We're kind of figuring out contracts and stuff like that with, uh, with which seltzer we want to be uh, to be representing us or you know to be repping the repping the league. And to be clear, uh, not to not to skirt off any responsibility, Benny actually came over and and I said, hey, yeah. I, I have a lot of IPAs, but I don't have a lot of light beers. And so he brought over a pack of uh, of Trulies. So if there's anyone to blame, it's uh, Ben. Okay, all right. And and lastly, uh, I just want to shout out my my favorite sponsor for this week was clearly Joe and Elisa, who are Luke's friends. I don't know if you mentioned that. Joe and Elisa, they they like the Patriots, and uh, they're Luke's friends. <laughs> Two correct things. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. All right. Well, and uh, uh, thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no thank you for joining us. How did? Oh, well, real quickly, how did your uh, how did your presentation go over the phone with fifty people or something? It went fine. I um, overthink it and I write out the entire script of what I'm going to say, including like thank you at the beginning and um, how to close it out. But you know, it it went okay. All right, that's what we're looking for. All right. Well, uh, if we don't see you, uh, everybody. Well, I'll see you, Miles, for sure. Uh, you know, yep. Christmas. Uh, have, Merry Christmas to everybody, uh, and uh, and have a lovely holiday. And we'll be coming back at you with some some. Uh, we'll we'll have the champion on for the next podcast, and we'll have a new champion. So, yeah.
All right. Well, keep, uh, keep it sleazy. Ah, there keep it, it is. <laughs> keep it sleazy and don't give out your social security number. I've gotten a bunch of those calls recently. Actually, a lot. And I, I kept I keep trying to I'm not going to go on go on too far, but I, I keep trying to like do what you were saying, Eric, and kind of keep them on the phone for a little longer. But then I get kind of mad at them and say, oh, like one guy said, oh, yeah, uh, uh, I, I said, oh, yeah, I got this really distressing call. I was just wanted to follow up on my social security number. And the guy said, OK, what's your what's your full name? And I said, oh, actually, can you give me your your full name uh, first? Just just to make sure that this isn't some kind of scam. And he was like, oh, just a moment, sir. And I was like, you don't know your first name? And he was like, oh, I'm just I'm just pulling up some information. I was like, no, no, no. You just need to tell me what your name is. You don't know what your name is. And then he hung up on me. But anyway, don't give out your social security number and uh, keep it sassy. Sorry, you said he's a scared little bitch. Because we started from the bottom, now we're here. Scared little bitch. Scared little bitch. Little bitch. Little bitch. Little bitch. Little bitch.